Hey guys, welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, everyone's favorite podcast where we talk about TikTok's favorite books and anything from the Book Talk universe. I'm Caitlin, joined by my hosts, Bridget. Hi. And Hilda. <laughs> Sorry. We've got a case of the giggles today. But today we are talking about one of Book Talk's favorites, the Dark Olympus series by Katie Roberts. So in our last episode, we covered the first book in that series, Neon Gods. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, maybe jump into this one. Although these are two standalone books, they are sort of related. I feel like you could either jump in at either point, either book one or book two, and you'd still have a complete story and you're not missing anything. But for today, we are covering book two, which is Electric Idols, again by Katie Robert. And in this book, this is the modern retelling of the Greek story of Psyche and Eros. So I'm going to do a little quick recap of this book, and then I want to kind of dive a little bit into the mythology quickly. She does a really good job of really covering and staying true to the Greek myth while making it really modern and spicy, which is the best part. <clears throat> um, I know, Bridget, you like this book. I like this book. Hilda, some of this is a surprise to you at the end. Yes. Um, full disclosure, I was not a good book talker this week and I didn't finish. It's okay. I got distracted. In true book talk fashion though, you got distracted by another book. I got distracted by another book. I know. We can't blame you. Getting distracted by life, I'll blame you. But another book, it's fine. Uh, okay. I won't do it again. Lesson learned. She's lying, but it's okay. (laughs) I know. I know. The second Foxy Tales comes out, we've lost her for days. My God. Foxy Tales is the little Zodiac Academy spoiler in support of foxes in England. I'm sure we'll dive into that at some point and we'll do a full recap. Um, But for today, again, we are telling the second book in the Dark Olympus series, Electric Idols. So like I said, this is the modern retelling of Psyche and Eros. Um, In this retelling, Psyche, the daughter of Demeter, who is Aphrodite's nemesis, knows it's only a matter of time until Aphrodite will start taking her frustrations out on Demeter's daughters. She's super jealous, Aphrodite. Eros is Aphrodite's son and also conveniently her hitman. And as it's someone's job to be in the spotlight, Aphrodite, she does not like sharing the spotlight with Demeter's daughters, one of who is Psyche. She's kind of got this influencer vibe happening and she does not like the spotlight. So again, we have Aphrodite. Um, who is really hateful of Demeter, who is Psyche's mom, and is very jealous of Psyche's limelight. So much so that she orders a hit out on Eros, her son, to take her out. Eros is known as Aphrodite's... Um, I, I pictured him more of like a mob guy when you're like, go take this guy out. He's the guy that takes the guy out. And he's widely known for that. The Enforcer. The enforcer? There yeah. we go. I was like thinking back to the Sopranos. So in this series, we're trying to figure out what happens, this budding romance between Eros and Psyche. And that, again, goes back into the Greek myth. So in the myth, similar to the book, Eros, who I feel like I know this but also forgot, is also known as Cupid, which I found interesting because I'm like, Cupid, Eros, Eros. Huh. Don't know if that's on purpose, but I just found that uh, found that interesting. And also in the book, or in the Greek retelling, he is known for shooting arrows into people's hearts. So sort of like a hitman because he's Cupid. And okay. Psyche is described as the personification of the purified human soul. Her name Psyche obviously comes from that background, the psychology background. And much in like the original myth, Aphrodite is very jealous of Psyche. Psyche is the new up and coming. In this case, in the mythology, she's immortal. 
not a god. Um, so she is a mortal. And the temples to Aphrodite are covered over. They're disrespected. There's shrouds placed over it because everyone's worshiping new hot Aphrodite, a uh, new hot psyche. And so jealous Aphrodite says this cannot be, orders a hit on her son Eros to take her out and actually orders him to make her, because again, he's Cupid, fall in love with the most vile human creature she knows. And then, of course, when Eros goes to do this, it turns out to be him. That sort of is the the very quick recap of the Greek story of Eros and Psyche. I I really appreciate the background. Thank you. Because apparently high school, whatever ages you're supposed to be reading this stuff, clearly just like zoomed over Greek mythology. I I went in reading this this book like, oh, Hello. I did read the Iliad and the Odyssey in high school, but that was as far as we went. We didn't go into the rest of the mythology. I vaguely remember in Greek, I had a Greek mythology class freshman year. I also had to miss finals in that class because I was going to meet my friend at a trip in Boston. And in order to get out of that, it's like, it better be for like a wedding or a funeral. So I had my best friend make me a wedding invitation that we had printed. And they was like, here, it's a wedding. I have to go. Now you can do those things on Canva. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she had to go to Michael's <laughs> and make a whole wedding invitation. It was very great. Anyway, so my, my Greek mythology, no, it's a little rusty. I was like, I'm pretty but- sure we had like that pre-freshman year summer, like that summer reading list, there was one little small book of like Greek mythology and that was it. You're like, that's the one I'm going to skip. <laughs> yep. <laughs> summer reading. All right. So in Katie Roberts' modern retelling of this love story, similarities exist. So we first meet our characters at a party. Of course, if you remember the first book, Zeus, they're always hobnobbing it up in Olympus, which is, of course, this very trendy, very superficial city. I think last time we described it as sort of like very snobby New York. To me, it's almost like New York also meets like the fakeness of LA, you know, like the, yeah. like the movie industry where everyone's like, I have to be pretty and perfect because there's paparazzi after me all the time. So this is very much that same story. So in the last book, Psyche's older sister, Persephone, has escaped And we are met with, you know, that's book one, but we're met with Psyche, who is at the party with her mom, Demeter. Now, in the last book, we went into the whole god system and how one becomes Demeter. You were not born as some of these gods. Some of them are legacy titles. So just maybe go back and reference that one again, because we're just going to skip on over that for this part. So there's, of course, a hobnobby party, and Psyche is there with her mom, Demeter, who is constantly trying to elevate the status of the family. And so she's always trying to work through some political knowledge, some political marriages and arrangement for the betterment, the betterment, in air quotes of the family. There's a new Zeus in town since in the last book, our old Zeus, again, a legacy title, which would pass down to his son, who is a new Zeus, um, mysteriously died of circumstance, had some mysterious death. I heard it know what happened. He, yeah, he fell out of a window. That sounds like, again, something the Sopranos and Enforcer would say. He just fell out of a window and died. So there's a new Zeus in town who needs to be married. And of course, Aphrodite's job as the goddess of love is to arrange this marriage. But... Demeter is trying to set up some political aspirations for her daughter and is trying to push sweet Psyche as the next Hera. So when Zeus marries a woman, we have a Hera. Initial thoughts, like when I was reading this, did you not learn from the last book woman that this is a bad idea? This is a very bad idea. Stop making arranged marriages for your daughters. Right? Can't you just love them and let them be? Let them get their little jackpot of trust fund and let them live their lives. Yeah, this didn't work out so well. I mean, maybe it did work out so well. I mean, Zeus, her main political ally, died. I mean, in the end, it did work out. Enemy, enemy, not ally. Yes. Yeah. However, 
And she's like, kind of allied now with Hades. Mm-hmm, so it yeah. did kind of work out for her. It did, but still, like, stop trying to arrange your kids' marriages. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have a plot. So they could go find some other way to be in love. This <laughs> mutt is still there. They could, but they don't. So Psyche's at this party. Her mom introduces her to New Zeus. They're like, oh, hi. Psyche's not really feeling it. So she decides to escape the, po- the party, kind of heads out the back way just to get some fresh air. And along this path, she meets but- Eros. Well, before that, didn't she like run into Eros's mom? And then like Eros's mom was like, oh, she's certainly not fit to be like Hera. And she was like straight up bashing her. And so her, both of the moms were getting into it. And then- That's right. You're right. And that's when she made her great escape. Eris. Eris. Yes. I was going to say Zeus's sister came and saved her and was like giving her the eye like, this is your time. This is your cue to run. Right. Aphrodite didn't take kindly to Demeter trying to sidestep her powers as trying to pick the next Hera. So as those two get into it, that's when Eris, Zeus's sister, steals Psyche away and helps her escape. She's always a little jealous because her position was appointed from the previous one. Mm -hmm. And then Psyche's mom is was voted by the people. So she's actually loved by the people or respected or something. Respected, yeah. She has the trust of the people. Whereas Aphrodite plays more on those surface level shallowness that looks matter to, to her uh so in the hallway why psyche is sort of roaming and escaping the the bickering of her parent her mom and demeter her mom demeter and aphrodite she runs into a bloody and bruised eros now eros is the son of aphrodite and i would say somewhat feared he has a reputation around him because of course he is known as aphrodite's hitman if aphrodite doesn't like you you're going to get visited by Eros. And while none of this has been proven, of course, it's all allegedly, it's pretty widely known what he does and who he serves. And, and everyone so kind of stays when, away from him. Uh-huh. Because you do not want to be met with a visit from Eros. He's also hot. Easy on the eyes. Deadly. Deadly to your bod. Oh, in more ways than one, maybe? I was going to say, I don't think that is a wrong thing here. <laughs> Right. Uh, so we meet a super hot, but super bloodied, battered, already limping. You were describing literally book talks. Major Say man no here, more. like dangerous, hot, In like need of tall. Help. His one downfall is that he's a blonde. I was going to say, I was going to say blonde, and I was like, in my head, I already recasted him as a brunette. I kind of sort of pictured him as like a Charlie Hunnam where you are blonde but you are and you do look intimidating but you are very good looking well you see I just recasted him to Henry it always happens Henry Cavill yep if they're in a suit boom Henry you are it I think must have much of Book Chalk would agree with you. So we meet a bloodied and bruised Eros. And again, Psyche and her sisters have were never sort of accepted by the ruling class, the 13, because their mom was the most recent appointee. So they didn't grow up together. And they've sort of stayed very different paths. So Psyche sees Eros hurt and limping and her good human nature, her soul says, I must help him. He's kind of a dick, but I should probably help him. He looks in a lot of pain. So she offers to help him get him cleaned up and bandaged up. And of course wants to know uh, what what happened here? Why are we so bloody? And is the other person that you met with dead? Most likely, yes. So there's a little bit of banter there behind there where Eros doesn't give too much away, but you know he's just coming from a hit and maybe the other person fought back. So the danger is established with Eros. Eros is already um, trying to figure out why is she doing this? Like why? Right. What's so the motive behind this? Perplexed because people aren't usually nice to him because most people stay away. 
So someone showing an inch of human kindness to him is confusing. Why is she helping me? What does she want? Is she going to trick me? Is she trying to stab me later? But he's also intrigued because, of course, Psyche is a drop-dead gorgeous. Yep, I do like that both of them are kind of like, and they're still smoking hot. And even better looking closer up. Yeah. Like, Tension build. Hello. Yeah. So right off the bat, we've got some sexual tension there. So they get all bandaged up and off to the party they go. Sometime later, Eros is myth with his mom, Aphrodite. And oh, I'm sorry. One thing, one important thing I'm skipping over. So as they're leaving all bandaged and bloodied up, he's limping. Psyche offers to help him and in doing so kind of positions themselves in a compromising position. And because this is like how I described like an LA swarming with superficial paparazzi, who spots them? The paparazzi. So the very next day in this compromising position that really was just innocent off the get-go, helping this poor hot man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I love how it's like a reverse damsel, damsel in distress. <laughs> and I kind of so, like it. It's my new go-to. I like it. And so, of course, this is all over the tabloids. This is all anyone can talk about. Where is this love match? This new scandal? Where have these two been hiding this whole time? Because of course they're segregated from the party. It looks like they were up to something. You know, his shirt's all disheveled. It's they're looking, looking at like each something. other in their eyes. He looks like he uh-huh. wants to eat her. And right. she's like intrigued. So the next They're definitely day, giving the paparazzi something to work with. Oh, unintentionally. Unintentionally. And it's worth knowing that at this point, Psyche is pretty much what I would describe as an influencer. She's well-known. She's got lots of followers. She has crafted this great persona on what I'm assuming is whatever Olympus's like Instagram is. Yeah, I was going to say it sounded like Instagram. It sounded like Instagram. I forgot what they used to call it there, but um, that's that's what she is. So she's well-known. I could only think of Facebook, but that's one <laughs> series. <laughs> I'm going to start a tally every time we go back to Sonia. So, yeah. <laughs> so this paparazzi splashing enrages Aphrodite. She hates, loathes Demeter. Their fight over who gets to pick those new Zeus's Hera didn't end on a good note. And so the fact that these two are spotted together just added fuel to the fire. Uh, She's so angry that Aphrodite puts a hit out on Psyche. She says, she thinks her mom can disrespect me by trying to pick the new Hera. And now you're in the tabloids with her. Cut out her heart and give it to me on a platter. I feel like I was ninety. We have really escalated this. This is this is a bit intense. Like cut it out. Like not just just kill her. Cut it out. Crazy, right? Which then goes to show you what we're working with in the crazy mind of Aphrodite. She's a goddess of love, but she loves to be a bitch. Let's be real there. Sorry, wine sip. (laughs) Gotta stay hydrated here. Um, (laughs) You needed reinforcements. (laughs) Needed reinforcements. So, Psych Eros feels really bad about this hit. He tries to push back and is like, is this really necessary? This seems a bit extreme. Aphrodite's having none of it. She orders it to be done immediately. So, of course, we have on the flip side, Psyche, who's like, wow, this tabloid thing is really blown out of proportion. So, she's a little shocked when she gets a message from Eros himself. And he says, let's meet up. Let's meet up at this bar. It's kind of not well known. And it's away from the paparazzi. It's a good chance for us to talk about this. I need your help. He does, again, his damsel in distress card. So, Psyche decides, agrees. I will come meet him. He needs my help. I feel terrible. I put him in this bad position. Because again, she's so pure and wants to be helpful. She can't stand the fact that she may have, you know, ruined his reputation, endangered him. Little does she know, 
Eros brought her there to kill her. Um, she has an inkling, so she kind of tells she's talking with Hermes, which again is the god that just pops in and out of anywhere. And she says, Hermes, I don't want the paparazzi to be following me when I go meet with Eros. So can you just like make it look like do some postings on not Faye book? whatever the Dark Olympus version of this book is, and make it look like I'm out with you, which ironically would fall right into Eros's trap where he's like, I'm trying to kill you over here. You just made it look like I'm not with you. You bought me an alibi. Great. So they meet up at the bar and right away, Psyche can tell this is, this is not why we're here, are we? Something else is up. You didn't really need me here. And after talking for a little bit, Eros finally lets it sort of slip that, yeah, my mom put a hit out on you and I'm supposed to be killing you tonight. And I will say remarkably for hearing this news, Psyche sort of takes it in stride. It's a little bit of like, what? No, no, you're not going to hear to kill me. And then she sort of starts, the panic starts to slid in as she realizes he is stone-faced and not really saying much to be like dissuade her of the fact like i'm not gonna kill you really yeah her her brain immediately went into like okay how can i get myself out of this situation do not react let's plan let's move forward maybe i can talk to him guilt him into like oh i didn't think i was gonna die tonight i really wanted family and kids and you know all these things to add on to her as a human being to give him a little bit of a guilt trip he was like it's not gonna work but you know suddenly he has a conscious for her specifically. And suddenly so. it starts to work. He already felt bad about this now. Now that he sees she's not groveling, she's not crawling at her feet to have other his hitmans are. And he's the only person, she's the only person he knows has ever shown him kindness. And he feels really bad about it. So his brain starts thinking in the background, even though his face is saying, his mouth is saying, I'm going to kill you tonight. His brain's like, how do we get out of this? Because... A, we know Aphrodite's a fucking crazy bitch. Crazy. If she knows that she's alive, she's just going to keep coming after her. And it's not going to end well for Eros, who we believe has some trauma around his mama. Mm, Um, I like that. But yes, you're accurate. uh, So he starts concocting a plan as Psyche's like working through this. Oh my God. I'm going to die tonight? Tonight? Crap. This is not great. And the plan he comes up with, which I feel like he was almost like too tickled to come up with, is I'm going to save you by marrying you. I was kind of like, did not think this was going this way, but I'm all for a fake relationship. Let's go. Forced marriage trope. It's a good trope. It's a good trope. I feel like that should be added to the trope list. It happens enough. Maybe it is. I think it is. I'm not familiar enough with with the trope list. This had like forced marriage, same bed, one bed. Yep. Sleeping in the one bed. Also a fan of. Excellent tension grabber. Uh, So his plan, Eros' plan is, well, if I publicly marry you, we already know we have the paparazzi on our side. The public is in love with our love, as fake as it may be and as non-real as it is. And so Aphrodite won't, is so jealous of the public's desire and wants it so bad that she won't risk angering them by hurting them or breaking them up or even killing her. So Eros believes, well, if I'm her number one hitman, maybe her number one hitman can protect protect her. Now he's not dumb enough to think she's not going to send more goons out after her, but maybe this will work. Maybe this will buy them time, seeing as she's supposed to die tonight. It'll buy them time to figure out what's the next in the plan. Poor Psyche, having really no other choice, it's die or marry the smoking hot man. She decides- Oh God, my decisions are so hard. I know. What a tough one. Let me think about this. Of course, she decides, all right, 
I'll marry you. But of course, in order for this to work, they have to make it look real. And that's where the real fun and the real magic begins. Because it's hard to flip your brain from being this person was trying to kill me to I have to pretend to be madly in love with this person and not flinch when they put their arm very close to my neck, which is a place you would probably would have used to kill me. So there's a lot of work to be done there. So they go back to Eros's apartment and start to just talk to each other. Because again, the most words they've said to each other at this point was in the bathroom, like, why are you all bloody? What happened to you? Not really a good relationship builder, you know? I do like that she like makes fun of his apartment. Like the entire time she's like, really? What's with the mirrors? Oh, you must like looking at yourself. This makes Mm -hmm. sense as who who your mother is. Right. Aphrodite, very vain in her looks, wanted to instill that in her son and the apartment is full of mirrors. He's like, what? I think it looks good. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. But I mean, the mirrors come in handy later on. so. So immediately, Psyche, being the social media mastermind that she is, is like, all right, well, If we got to fake this, because literally my life depends on this, we're going to make this happen. So she takes out her phone, sets a scene, poses them correctly. In bed. In bed, of course. And sends it off to social, where immediately the public is in love and obsessed with these two. Because they haven't really had enough of them. Now Psyche's putting it out there for them. So they take this picture and they're like, well, shit, it's out there. I don't recall if at this time they sort of announced we're engaged. I think they did. They must have. I don't think they even like put a caption to it. I think they just like posted it to see what everyone's reaction was. I don't think they announced their engagement. I think they just got got married. Right. So, of course, death is imminent for poor Psyche. And it's only a matter of time before the other goons start chasing them. So they decide we have to get married like tomorrow. Really tomorrow. We're going to take you to go get a dress. We're going to pick out a ring and maybe tell two other people. So who do you want to tell? Yeah, for the witnesses. But Eros also that night, that's like the first night. So they're at the bar and the back of his apartment and he's already forcing like, he's putting his foot down like, you're staying in my bed. You're not going to sleep in a separate room. Like, forget about that. You are staying with me. Does he say it's safer there? What what was I, his that's excuse? His reasoning. his reasoning is it is safer, which I have to agree because if he's not returning home with a, pl- a bloody platter, it, his mom's going to wonder what's up. And so his reasoning is, I need you here where I can see you. But also, again, we have to practice being in close proximity to each other. And you're not flinching or being like, you're going to kill me? Is it? Is it today? <sighs> I feel like she's not really flinching for that. I think she's flinching for other reasons, but you know. Right. Because Psyche, we'll let that she's, not, she's not dumb. She's like, well, he's very good looking and I don't mind this. And, I and would she's like in say, like a tank top. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. She's, we know how this she's is going to go. from the bar. Living with this man with the clothes on her back. Now, I really do like, and we talked about this a little bit before, how they describe Psyche. Because they talk about her as being bigger. And that's one of the reasons why Aphrodite did not like her for the Hera. Because they're like, you're too big to be this this ruler. And she's not described as plus size. But we were saying, like, I think she's more of like a midsize. A midsize queen, if we will. And I appreciate that. Oh, girl has that. some curves. We're here for it. You're for I that. appreciate it. And I think we're trying to figure out, like, okay, if, this were to, if we were to cast Psyche in a movie... Who would we think it would be? And we kind of landed on Ashley Graham. Is our visual representation perhaps a psyche? Also, y'all, I'm sorry. Frogs are back. Can you hear them? them. Oh, I hear them now. They just like neon gods as much as we do because they only show up on these recordings. Uh, So sorry. We have a tree frog situation. It's not been great. Send prayers. So we're just going to pretend the tree frogs are not there and move on. So Ashley Graham is our psyche-like model queen so they decide all right we're gonna figure out a way to make this work let's get the ring let's get the dress 
let's get this started. So they enlist two friends to come witness them. And of course, they are not telling their mothers because now their moms are seeing it on social media and are like, what the fuck? Is happening here and they're not happy about it it's a little bit of romeo and juliet situation two feuding families two feuding mothers and now their offspring are trying to get together it's it's not it's not looking good when they call home. right and keep in mind she has sisters so now she has to answer to her sisters to explain like mm-hmm. i'm getting married you need to support me on this don't ask any questions and they're all like what are you talking about and of course persephone who had received like support from her sister psyche the previous book for her decisions and not telling the full truth and just like, I will follow you and support you blindly in this, had to return the same type of favor. So mm-hmm. she's like, hey, can you get mom out of the apartment? I need to go get all my shit because I'm going to marry him. We're moving into – we're living together. That's it. Done. Yes. And so I think that was kind of a, a really cute telling of Psyche and sort of the personification they have to put out. So Psyche, of course, is this very crafted social media account. She's very gorgeous, very posed in her social media account. So when they go over to Demeter's apartment where she lives and they go to her room, Eros, I want to say stunned is the right word, is stunned to see that her room is a straight up mess clothes everywhere piles of clothes she has i feel like i read like pr boxes or like i imagined them there she's got like all this stuff there and he's like what what is this because he was so looking forward to seeing her room because it's going to be like a like little capsule of who she is as a person and he walks in and it's chaos it's like organized chaos Yes. I feel like a messy girl's college room. Like that's how I kind of envisioned it. It's cute, but there's clothes and makeup everywhere. on the chair. You got makeup on the vanity. Everything's on. Like nothing's actually ever put away. But it works. But also he saw her room in a magazine. She goes, oh yeah, it was Persephone's room. She's much more put together than I am. And I think it's so shocking because when you go to Eros's apartment, like there's not a hair out of place. Like if he is on one end of the spectrum, she's on the completely other end of the spectrum. So suddenly he's Opposites like- Opposites attract. That's uh-huh. another trope. That's nope. just, was a trope. And so now he's starting to rethink this. We share the same bedroom because I can't live in this mess. So he helps her move all her stuff. They go back to their apartment. Yada, yada, yada. Wait, hold on. I really like the fact that he like folds her clothes to put it into yeah. the suitcase. He can't even stand. He's like, she's like, what are you doing? He goes, you got to let me just fold this shit and put it. She's in she's packing quick. Mom's at brunch. She's distracted. We have we, time is not on our hands, Eros. She's throwing things at a suitcase. And he's like, oh, God, the horror. We have to put these things away. Dicely, please. That's a cute little personality. Right. Like, and I think it is worth noting he did note going to the apartment, all the family photos. So why Demeter oh, yeah. may be ambitious in her what she wishes for her family. Um, She's not. She doesn't mean she loves her daughters any less. She only wants the best for them. And so surrounded when you first get into this house are all these photos of Demeter's four daughters, them all growing up together. And it kind of makes Eros really sad because he did not have that warm mother upbringing. What's he even described said like, the as, apartment was warm and inviting and it's just complete opposite of what he lived in. Right. He lived in fear. He lived in a mom that withheld her love, which is ironic for the goddess of love. And used that as a way to manipulate him into doing the things she wanted her to do. Her love was conditional based on his action. Right. What she needed. Which is tough. That's tough. That's a tough way to grow and up. And that's not sort really of- love. Nope. 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 Not at all. Alrighty. Started off the book. You got me hooked on just the looks. Bad guy already. And then suddenly he has issues and he has feelings. And I just want to give him a hug. And now I'm falling in love with him. Right. You want to give him a hug to feel up his abs. Hilda, you can't just out me like that. And back muscles. 
Our muscles. All muscles. All of it. So the pressure is on them now. They are living together. Psyche's released a few more perfectly staged photos. And the pressure is on to maintain this. Basically, we're a happy couple or one of us dies. Of course, no one else knows this. Not even her mother knows that Aphrodite put a hit out on her. Because if Demeter found out, she would lose her shit. You're like, I just can't have my mom, my sisters. I can't have anyone else endangered. I'm going to take this myself and we're going to figure out a way through it. So, of course, our couple gets married. We have Eros picks one of his close friends, Helen, who is sister to the new Zeus. And Hermes, the lovable trickster god who just shows up everywhere decides to officiate the wedding. I thought that was totally skipped the first spicy scene that they had. What was the first? I don't even remember now. So so they're in the, they're on the way back to the apartment and he's like, you have to get more comfortable with me. And she's still like, no, no, not going to happen. He puts all of the stuff in the guest room and she's like, oh, finally, we want to sleep together in the same bed. And he's like, no, 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 your shit's going there. You're still staying with me. And after like walking, she's like all in her head. She's like, okay, you know what? He's right. I can't flinch every single time I get next to him. So let's do this. And she turns to him because he keeps like oh, telling right. her, oh, let's oh, let's right. have sex. Let's get it over with. That way you'll be comfortable with me. And, you know, it'll be much more believable. And she kept denying, denying. And then at that moment, she's like, fine, let's do it. Let's go. And he's like stunned, shocked, boom, into the bedroom. And then he realizes he doesn't have enough time to do everything that he wants to do to this woman. So another just, trope. Another one. Yes. Not so he just it. makes her happy and is uh-huh. like, I'm going to withhold and give you everything you need and want. And she's like, uh, okay. It's very spicy. Psyche's not mad about it. it. Psyche's very happy. Repeatedly happy. Yeah, several times. And she's like, holy shit. Because she also admits that, like, she hasn't, she's been dry for like a couple of months. And he's like, what? That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Because this is the same guy that used to go down to Hades his little sex sex room and have fun in the sun which is also another thing she was like if you're gonna marry me you can't have sex with all those other people like you just can't like that's bad for me and the image no one's gonna believe it because everybody knows especially my sisters so he's like i appreciate his commitment to be like absolutely because i feel like he was sort of that playboy philandering ways and he's like yep all right i get it like he's like solution i'll have sex with you he he was like it's a win-win situation here for me um at some point his demeter finds out about the wedding from Persephone during brunch. So mm-hmm. they start calling her and she's like, I'm getting married, be there. She'll, Demeter was like, I'll be there. Like, there's right, no way. It's a secret wedding. Aphrodite no. does not know. Aphrodite is at like some spa. It's a spa, yeah. Eros made sure she's not here for this. And so he only invites Helen and Eris. I believe. Yes. Two people. So those are the new Zeus's sisters. Um, Hermes is the officiant. Hermes is the officiant. And then Persephone and Hades come because it's the sister and now mama. Demeter. Yes. So they get married, of course. Psyche's all over this. She's like, this is how it's going to handle. We have a photographer, a paparazzi I'm loyal to. He's going to come take some photos. And I love that she's like, if you're going to sell these, knowing full and well that he will, she says, please sell this one. I like the way we look. And, and I like that that is the way that she's thinking she's flipped from – she kind of flips back and forth from sort of this like, holy shit, I have to do this to on the game businesswoman. I know how to make this machine work. Even and her I think dress – yeah, her dress uh-huh. was like meant to make a statement She as well. has a very controlled persona that yes. she has crafted for herself. And, and Eros loves it because he's like, yeah. what is she doing next? Who is she creating? Really like, he loves seeing her in that moment. 
that she can play the game so well, especially because they didn't grow up in Olympus the way that the other children of the 13 did. They were kind of like the country bumpkins, but they're not really bumpkins. So they were going to get married downstairs of his penthouse in one of the rooms. And he took the swatch from her dress and turned it into a wedding she can at least admire, even if it wasn't going to be the one of her dreams. Oh, I love that part. I was like, that was such a sweet moment because truly he didn't have to do any of that. She walks in, everything matches her dress. Even the guests are matching her dress. I was like, you little sly dog. You were just weaseling your way into everyone's heart. They had taken her to a seamstress from the first book, Juliet, who is in the lower city, which is Hades area um to get her dressed and i believe it was like this stunning red fitted gown uh-huh. um very so, boom. so important because she was like you can't just buy me clothes i'm plus size like i'm a bigger girl like it's hard enough to find clothes that are fit right it's not just like taking the same dress with the same cut and then making it bigger like it has to be fitted properly so he went out of his way to get access into the lower city so she can at least have something worth posting about this dude dang right and i I sort of, even though you, it doesn't outright say it, I think like he wanted that for himself. You know, like mm-hmm. he wanted a wedding too. He wanted it to look nice. He wanted it to, again, He, you can start to feel he's starting to have really intense feelings for her. He so wanted like, it for him and her. Like he wanted right, he to please her. He didn't just do it for the cameras. He did it so that maybe he's going to win her over. Maybe. Maybe. Because at some point he's like, I can't let this girl go once we're to have her fake marriage and right. that's go worth, separate that's ways. That's worth noting. Like, he wants As her. As the days go on, he's like, I I don't think I can just pretend for this. I mean, granted, they're supposed to pretend now for the rest of their lives. But he's realizing maybe this is not pretend. Maybe this is real. And he has no clue how Psyche's feeling. And of course, because it's a favorite trope, on the flip end, she's having the same feelings. Maybe this isn't pretend for me. But also maybe he wanted to kill me like two days ago. So like maybe I feel like she gets over is- that really quickly. You know, yeah. Well, you know, spending hours down there, we'll do that. I was going to say. <laughs> I'll make you change your mind real quick. Those hands were meant for better things, sir. Those are not a killing hand. I mean, something was being killed. <laughs> uh, so days go on. The public is loving this romantic story. Eventually, Aphrodite finds out, and to no one's surprise, is pissed. Really not happy about the situation. Calls up Eris. How could you do this to me? I gave you an order. I wanted that girl's heart on a platter. You did not deliver. And now we're going to have to figure out a way to still go through with this plan. And it's basically like, this is your final warning. Kill her or I will kill, have someone else kill her. Which again, Aphrodite is petty, knows no ends, determined to see this through. Great love story in the public or not. Um, so the newlyweds go to a party at Helen, who was present at their their wedding, um, penthouse. And it's a fun party. They're meeting other people. They're newlyweds. It's fun. It's like, so yes. Helen is Zeus's, current Zeus's younger sister mm-hmm. or some sort of, I don't know what, like if she's younger or younger. Um, and there it's an apartment style. So there's a penthouse. You have to get through a garage. And Eros has already said like, this is someone, if you're going to be a part of my life, you have to get to know them. Like she's the closest thing I have to family, to sister outside of my mother and you know it it really mean a lot to me psyche if you can you know at least bond and get to know her because she's really excited to get to know you so psyche's already like okay i can let my guard down not have to be influencer mode you know instead of having a glass of wine because that's what makes it looks perfect 
you know, maybe I'll have a whiskey, which is what I really want. So she's trying to be herself and open up and, you know, be a little bit true to herself. She's having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. And then they go to leave. And as they're leaving, Eros kind of has his wits about him. They're going through the garage and they realize, uh, something's not really quite right here. He notices that the guard, who's usually guarding, like any big high-rise parking garage, there's a guard gate there, realizes the guard gate is not there and the door is wide open. He can't see anyone, but his killer instincts are telling him something bad is about to happen. And Psyche's wasted. Yeah, our girl had a good time because he's like, meet my friends. And she was like. She's stumbling. He carried her like basically out, yes. you know. Now they're in danger. And she now can't hold her own. So he leaves her, locks her up in the guard booth, starts walking through the garage. Shots ring out. Uh, I, I don't think it's clear who it is, but a hitman is there and he's going after Psyche. And so he is, what I picture like a machine gun in Olympus, get in the guard booth, which is nicely enough bulletproof. Because I feel like, well, you have Miami, it's not bulletproof. Like a car Mm -hmm. can go through that like Like no problem. Like plexiglass. Maybe. Like a shiny cellophane. Maybe. (laughs) And so uh, Psyche screaming, Eros does his killer instinct thing and takes this man down. But of course, not before a huge parking lot battle ensues, bullets, blood everywhere. Um, and so they're freaking out because they don't want paparazzi to figure out that they were just attacked. They go running back to the safety of Eros's apartment. They let Helen know you can't leave. It's very scary. Something bad just happened downstairs. Not too long after that, they receive a call from Zeus. He was like, hey, heard you married this girl who I was supposed to marry and her mom was hooking me up with her. And now I found out you're bringing her around to my sister's house. Not only that. But there's like a firing squad after you, and now you're endangering my sister. So you stole my bride, and you're endangering my sister. This is not so looking Zeus good for is you, definitely Eros. like they say when you first join the position as Zeus, like there is like a a time period where he needs to take reins and he's trying to keep peace, and that's what he wants right now. He wants peace. He doesn't want this drama that's going on at all. But during the attack, there's two things that like I think both characters realize. Like Eros was like. She's going to see me as the monster that I am because I just killed someone. And then Psyche suddenly realized, holy shit, he just endangered his life. Like, I, I, like, it will hurt me if he gets hurt. So they're both having, like, big realizations here. Like, maybe this isn't just so fake. I care for the person who is endangering their life. And I'm worried about the other person whose life is endangered. Yep. And he just thinks he's, I think we've heard say, he thinks he's like an evil monster. And he doesn't mm-hmm. deserve her love. Classic typical and she's like shut up you idiot fucking she doesn't say that she loves him but she's like i care for you like why do you think you don't deserve this right because your mom's a bitch that's why he thinks he is not worthy of love which again goes back to his mom withholding all of that that he's a terrible killing monster which arguably he was up until this point um hey we all have a past right so (laughs) zeus calls him up he's not happy he's like listen i got two feuding people on board you better figure out what the heck you're going to do with Aphrodite because I can't have you endangering my sister like that. This isn't going to work. I need proof that Aphrodite put a hit out on you. I need something to go on. I can't just be my He's word like, my hands word. are tied. You figure it out. Also, he revealed that Psyche was intended to marry him and that the engagement was set. And she's like, my mom didn't tell me. Like, no one freaking right. told me. And I and think so- Eros got a little jealous too because he's like, we got super jealous and the reason why that is so impactful is because psyche's realizing well shit 
If I was going to marry Zeus anyway, and Aphrodite put a hit out on me, she's not going to, like, Zeus's power would have protected me. Zeus's power would have protected and extended to protect my sister. So Aphrodite could not have touched me. So basically, my life was safer to just marry Zeus in the first place, like my mother intended, than it was to marry Eros, which I thought was my only option. Because again, yeah, her logical brain was saying all these things, and she ended up saying it to Eros, and Eros was already feeling jealous because he was like, she could have had kids. She could have gotten a life closer to what she's always imagined. And he didn't want that because he wants her. Right. And then her saying that, she was like, he was like, fuck. But then she was like, we've got married. We're in this. We're done. We're moving on. Get your head out of it. We got to go to a press to like for an interview. Now, it's worth noting in between all these, I yada yada over it. But there's a lot of good spicy scenes. They're, they're in the newlywed space. I guess we'll leave it at that. And they're not faking it. Nope. Not... <laughs> No one is faking anything in these. Nope. Other than the fake marriage. Yeah, the only thing fake here is that marriage. And even uh, that's not so fake anymore. Right. So they do an interview, which again cements the love, the public's love for them. These two lovers um, that no one knew. And of course, everyone knows everything in Olympus. So again, the fact that these two pulled off a marriage and were secretly dating for the public doesn't know how long. It's only been three days. They think it's been for forever. Endears them to the public and they just can't get enough of them. So of course, Psyche does more pictures they're blowing up it's worth noting that eros will be like wow she's really good at this and he'll kind of go through the comments and he's stunned when he realizes that all these comments there's trolls that they're they're being like oh uh, psyche's too fat for eros and that's an unmatched couple and he's like these people are terrible and he notices the first time like when the first photo they post together in bed that next morning he was livid and she's like you can't let yourself get down with them because you just sit there and like be pissed and his solution literally to her was i'm just gonna find them and kill them and she goes you cannot just like randomly find these people and kill them he goes why not why not he's eros why not oh yeah it's cute but please don't go killing people on our behalf eros i know like the first sign that oh he's actually you know feeling things for this girl right So after this thwarted assassination attempt, Aphrodite again calls up Eros and was like, this isn't over. This will never be over. You betrayed me. I'm going to keep coming after you. You think you're safe. You're not. Of course, this worries both of them because they're sort of realizing we're young. We're in our mid to late 20s. Aphrodite is in her mid 50s, although she'll never tell anyone that. But they're sort of doing the math here and realizing like we've got a long time of surviving assassination attempts and how are we going to live our lives in a way that is not in fear and they sort of come to their well they both come to different realizations one eros to put it plainly is like that's it i gotta murder my mom because the murdering goon goes back to what he knows i have a threat i'm gonna take him out psyche of course being personification of the human soul and a brain decides maybe there's another option here and of course she goes to tell her mom listen your number one enemy put a hit out on me and I don't know what to do because she keeps coming after me. Needless to say, Demeter is pissed. But of course, her hands are sort of tied a little bit because she can't also go after another member of the 13. Um, so she appreciates her daughter handling this. She's sort of like, we'll take care of it. It'll be okay. Deep down, she knows it will not be okay. So they've got these two plans. Eros is going to murder his mom and Psyche decides, you know what? I'm going to be a good daughter-in-law and I'm going to be a good daughter-in-law. She realizes what Eros' plans is and she calls up Aphrodite herself. And she says, Aphrodite, Eros is going to make a terrible mistake. He's coming over to kill you. I can't let him do that to you. I can't live our lives like this. Let's meet up. Let's talk this out. I think before this happened, 
she when she went to her mom or like she had positioned her mom to say hey i need more support on the 13 to get Aphrodite off my yes. bat i need a legacy title so we know hades is already in because hello it's my brother-in-law and so persephone tells him on hades behalf like we support you so all they need is poseidon as well and then Demeter goes and she's talking to Poseidon because she has a working relationship with him because he does imports and she feeds the people. And he's basically like, I don't want in this drama. Sorry, you're out. So once that news was delivered back to Psyche and Eros, that was when they were like, well, you're right. Fuck. My hands right. are tied. I have no other like solution. Eros is like, I already told you I was going to protect you. I promised that to you. You're my wife. Like I have no other choice. Now it's time for me to kill my mom. Last resort. Like we knew this was going to happen. She had to go. Now we're at that point. We're out of so, options. Eros heads back to his old house, his mother's house. Um, Which was a townhouse. Like I was not expecting that. Like see, I was expecting like a mansion. I picture it more of like, again, New York, like a brownstone. Like one of those houses that is like four or five stories from the outside is look like much from the inside is like stunning yeah that's, that's how true. i pictured it i think the like flowers that he had mentioned at the beginning threw me off a little bit so i started thinking like white picket fence flowers little townhouse i pictured it like uh you know the devil wears prada yes like miranda Priestley's yep. house that that's makes what i sense. pictured that it makes a manufactured lot to look like the goddess of love and flowers yeah you're um, true so Eros decides, that's it. I got to kill my mom. So he heads over to his old house. He goes to his little gun collection. Um, and before he left, he locked Psyche up in a panic room. And he's like, look, I have a panic room in my apartment. I'm going to go kill my mom. And I don't know what she's going to plan, but something is imminently happening and you need to stay here. So he goes off. What does Psyche do? She's like, I'm not staying in here. This man is going to go kill his mom. I can't let him do that. That's terrible. And of course, she makes a call to Aphrodite. So they're both working on different plans. Um, so Eros gets Again, to the miscommunication. house. Hello. Not classic. Classic couple of miscommunication. So I feel uh, like at this point withholding information, but yeah. Oh. So Eros goes back to his house, goes to retrieve his gun, and realizes it's missing. Also, his mother is nowhere to be seen. This is not looking good. Now I forget how he realizes where Helen. Psyche is. I think it's Helen. So at some point Helen. before Psyche calls Aphrodite, she needs the number. So she calls who else? Helen. Helen is best friends with Eros. He knows they're like, she knows his mom. So she gives him the number, her the number. And it's like, I don't feel comfortable about doing this. And she like says, if you love Eros as the brother, like you say you guys have that relationship, you will do this because him killing his mom is going to be like the worst thing ever for him because that's the only person he has. So she gets guilted into it. She gives it to her unwillingly. Mm -hmm. Then she sees paparazzi like on the social media app saying, oh, Psyche's heading to the gardens, which is where she usually likes to stroll. And wow, Aphrodite is rolling up in a car looking like she's about to put out a hit. So two different storylines are going on right now in the news and Helen's putting them together like, oh my fucking God. So she calls Eros. Gave her his number. Mm -hmm. They're meeting up together. This is not good. That's right. She, she calls so Eros. How Eros, Eros is like, out. oh, and I am in, I can't drive because then I'd have to find parking. He's in running distance to this place. Classic not city problems. Townhouse. Right. Have I to mean. find parking. So Eros being the fit god he is decides I'm going to book it and I'm going to run there. Hopefully I can get there before any damage happens. So we arrive in the gardens and we see cowering Psyche, terrified, surrounded kind of by the plants behind her. She's sort of backed into a, a planty corner, I guess. 
And Aphrodite's there with the gun and she's already pointing it at Psyche. And she's saying, I never liked you. How dare your mother disrespect me? You're unfit. You're fat. You're not pretty. All these terrible, horrible things. And Psyche's, you know, sort of pushing back on that, of course, being like, well, I love your son. How could you do this to me? I came here to make amends with you so we can end this feud between us. And Aphrodite raises the gun to go shoot her. And I believe Eros is seeing this play out in like slow motion. He sees Psyche crying, pleading. We have Aphrodite with the gun going crazy. And Eros knows his mom. He knows that this is not an empty threat with this gun and basically runs and tackles her and wrestles away the gun. And before he can say more, Psyche reaches up behind her, takes out her phone, ever the social media queen she is. And we found out she has been live streaming the entire thing. So talk about using your powers for good. Right. And she announces to Aphrodite that my millions of followers just saw you live confess to attempting to kill me. And now these same people report to Zeus and Zeus is like, now he knows. Like, now there's the proof. Zeus There's the proof. It. You wanted proof. Homegirl got the proof and saved everyone. <sighs> yes. So that's the big payoff. We have Psyche using her brain, not her brawn, and her social media prowess to get the proof to keep both her and Eros alive and happy. Um, so, of course, this ends with Zeus. You know, they keep it together. The authorities, Ares, the goddess of war. Of course, they're seeing this play out in real time. They come, they gather around Aphrodite, and they immediately take her away. Because, of course, this is playing on the public. They can't not have the police come take a member of the 13 away. They have to take her away. So she's hauled off, and then I believe someone tells them, like, you need to go see Zeus right now. Which is basically being called to the principal's office. So they're like, holy shit. First, I was in this life-stitching situation. I just live-streamed it. I got out of this alive, and I have to go see Zeus. Will I get out of that alive? And so as they get there, Zeus tells them that was a great treat you pulled i can see what happened here and he's no longer upset that aphrodite i'm sorry no longer upset that psyche is not going to marry him because he will have a hair after all so a couple couple calls back when psyche makes the call to her sisters and tells her what's happening we have psyche's oldest sister callisto right Mm -hmm. who is known to be the fiery hothead rebel and when she finds out that aphrodite is doing this there's concern and worry that callisto is going to kill aphrodite which would be a terrible horrible thing to just kill her out of the blue uh so why we're meeting with zeus who strolls in none other than Callisto, in an effort to save her sisters and Zeus's protection, and really, Aphrodite's in trouble for putting a hit out. Eros is equally as guilty for killing all the people that Aphrodite has ever told him to kill. And so Callisto, by offering herself to the new Zeus, to be the new Hera, grants protection to not only her sisters, but this also translates to Eros, her new brother-in-law. So we have the older sister has come in and offered herself to be the new Hera in order to save her sisters. Which is a big thing like for Callisto because she's an angry hothead. She's a rebel. She does not play this game. And finding out what was happening in the situation, she was furious. So Psyche is upset herself that her sister has now done this situation knowing that this is not a love match for her. She only did it to save her sisters. She's a little upset about that. But she tells her sister like, you've done enough. It's my turn to do something for the family. So they go back to Eros's apartment. They leave Zeus who's like, stay out of the limelight. Be the happy couple that... The world knows you are, and we're going to forget about this whole thing. Aphrodite's going to be shunned. I don't know where you get shunned to, but she's shunned. She can't come back. So now 
you guys are free to live your lives as the happy couple everyone thinks you are. Yeah, he was like, and you have to stay as a couple for like a certain time period before you can get divorced because he doesn't want it to like interfere with his marriage to the new Hera, which is the sister and like add any bad well, this apparently I can't say that word today. <laughs> right. So they go back to the apartment and that's really sort of where the day hits them. Psyche collapses crying. They can't believe they, they were both in danger and got away with it. And now they've seemingly saved both their lives from a life of being constantly looking over their shoulder. Oh, geez. Now I can't speak. <laughs> their shoulder. Um, and worried that Aphrodite is going to put a hit on them and they have seemingly solved it all. Demeter, of course, is saying, well, now I have a new son-in-law, officially, and you must join us on Sunday dinners, just like Persephone and Hades have to do. Yeah. And there's a couple spicy scenes. Yada, yada, yada. The book ends yeah, on I think note. when they get back to the apartment, they're still both like, okay, are we still faking this? Are we not? They both know how they feel but you're right and she has to like say i'm not lying when i told your mom all of that like i do love you and then you know he has to accept that is that how did i skip over the love story part yeah yeah you really did i don't know you're like drama plot drama (laughs) me i'm like (laughs) no one retells it better than you bridget no one retells a spicy scene better than you there's so many in this it's sort of like sort of blends together a little bit it does blend i only remember that first part like in the bedroom because that was like the defining moment of like her finally getting it good mm-hmm. and she like she's like oh okay and then also at the ending scene right because she's like we're gonna put all these mirrors in your apartment to work yes the mirrors in the foyer so they put it to work kudos to them yes but it's true after this near escape from death they finally admit their true feelings to each other i'm not faking it i love you I'm not faking it. I love you, but I'm a killing monster. And she's like, no, but I love you. That's just, that's not who you are. That's your mom. And then they all. And then they're like, we can be together. And then suddenly it's Sunday dinner. And yes. So there's a cute little epilogue at the end where it is Sunday dinner at Demeter's house. And you have um, Persephone and Hades show up. You have Callisto show up without Zeus. Um, and you have the younger sister Eurydice show up as well. So you've got the four sisters reunited. Um, it's kind of cute because Eros is the outcast. He's like, I've never had this family life together and this is a little overwhelming and you have Hades there to be like you get used to it because of course the four sisters and Demeter their mother are just chit-chattering away just like family do and two men are just on the outside they're just shuffled to the side just to watch but before they end up at dinner I think she takes them like back upstairs where the photos are of the family and there's a photo from their wedding and it makes them feel she puts their wedding photo up the very photo that she told the paparazzi if you're gonna sell one sell this one so her favorite photo she had put up in her mother's home um, to symbolize that this is this is the family I didn't choose him he well you know what I mean I didn't choose this life the thug life chose me basically (laughs) is is what this translates to Um, and so they lived happily ever after yep and he got to spend time with hades cleaning up the dishes yeah they got to watch it was like spaghetti night and they washed the dishes it's coming now, all Hilda, together you're hearing this ending for the first time do you have yeah, thoughts I, based on where you were in the story i mean so i got as far as they were gonna leave for helen's party Ooh. so, so before all the, the yeah, i kill well, I you're figured. getting killed I figured, like, some shit was going to go down at the party. I mean, I guess it ended the way that I imagined that it was going to end. I do want to finish shit now. It's the mirrors, wasn't it? It's the mirrors. It's the mirrors. The mirrors. <laughs> of course. The mirrors. I do want to finish like it now. I don't feel like we got now. enough with the mirrors, so it's not the mirrors. I mean, it's 
it wasn't it wasn't a bad book. It was a tropey book. It did exactly what you wanted it to do and you expected it to do. It wasn't surprising you. I feel like it's a good hit. Like if you're in between in a book yeah. and you need something where you're just like, I need to pick something up, put it down. I need to be done with it quickly. I say that as Hilda has not finished it quickly at it's all. It's a great palate cleanser, I think, you between know, books because we I've read these been- long series and sometimes you just want something that wraps up nicely that's not too heavy. And it's still spicy. Prisoner. Yeah. Usually you like sacrifice like plot for spice. I felt like that was not the case or here. Sometimes however. you gotta wait like three books for a good spice. Oh my gosh. And it- she usually, I will say the author, like a good chunk of the book is usually spice. I yada yada over that part because it's just so well, too we'd much still to get be into. talking. And then we'd have to like rate the episode like XXX if we really went into it. But no. I mean, it is what it is. It is predictable, even though you like know from the Greek mythology. If you do, unlike me, I did not know. I mean, I had, I had to Google it. What was going I just to have happen. this up in the old brain cells. I had to Google to refresh and I was like, oh, a, okay. You still had the like the mindset to be like, well, the first one was actually based on Greek mythology. Maybe the second one is too. My dumbass was like, first one, Greek mythology. Second one, same characters are just carrying on with the story and didn't even realize that the love story already existed. <laughs> Uh, so I think in the actual Greek story, there was like a lot more trials and tribulations and it took them a while before they like really came back together. But I'm glad this one wrapped up nicely in a, a smaller, Well, this one took book. 300 pages. Right. Yeah, which That's all I need seemingly sometimes. a lot. Uh, it was, it was good. I, th- I thought it was fun. Again, a fun beach read, a good palate cleanser. It wraps up nicely. There's no book hangover. Like Very tropey. These, these series rereads. Yeah. I was like, I guess I like all these tropes. I didn't know that I needed them and apparently I do. So that was that book. I like it. Now, any other thoughts before we move on to like maybe predictions into book three, which drops shortly. Next month. Is it on my birthday? One of them's on your birthday. Something's on my it, birthday. It's either that or Played a Prisoner, right? No, I think it's this one. Because Played what? Prisoner drops Happy birthday. 18. You didn't finish the second book, but here's the third. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's on the seventh. Happy birthday, Hilly. Thank you. Um... So yeah, it's a good fun book. Who do, who's the next couple? Who's on deck? So so we're covering it's this book be because Helen. the next one comes. Yep, comes up next. Book three. What is the title of this book? I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. Wicked Beauty. You're right, Wicked Beauty. Um, and this one, this one is described as I'll read it: a scorchingly hot modern retelling of Helen of Troy, Achilles, and Patrocles. Three people. Hello. Mm, you know we love a reverse harem. Although um, I guess technically this might be a thruple. Perhaps. Either way, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm just I'm skimming Goodreads description. I get a scorchingly hot modern retelling of Helen of Troy, Achilles, Patrocles that's as sinful as it is sweet. I mean, look, we know okay. she writes a good we know she writes some good spice. I'm here for a good time, not a long time, guys. <laughs> Give me those short books. Right. And I want to say that the Dark Olympus is like a four book series. I think we had found that out before. Like, I don't think it ends in book three, but I don't think we have any information on book four. Well, book four, no, book four is Radiant Sin, a darkly hot modern retelling of Apollo and Cassandra. Ah, there we go. But that comes out in 2023. Oh. All right. We got That's time. Far. We have time. That's real far. February 7th, 2023. Okay, right so- before Valentine's Day. So you know what we'll be chatting about. All right. So any last thoughts on the Dark Olympus series um, or this book? Do you guys have preference over Hades versus Eros? I think maybe Eros. Only only because I'm like, all right, if I have to go between the Bruce Wayne broody type that I picture as Hades or the Charlie Hunnamish Eros, I'll go Eros. 
the Liam hunky man that could kill you. Well. Eh, I don't know. I go towards Lance or Ryan. We oh, know that. There we go. Our third. Our third. <laughs> third. <laughs> this could be a drinking game. Although I'm already I feel like be so. drunk because she's the one that's brought it up three times already. Well, not that as drunk. Hilda kill, as Caitlin kills her glass of wine the same glass second. Mm. I guess I like them both. I don't have a preference over the two. Although I think you guys said you like the second one better. You just connected with the characters more maybe. Um, I think I just like the storyline better. I want to know more about Hermes because she seems like a good time. I know we know that her and Eric hair arrows have hooked up in the past um well apparently he's hooked up with almost like everyone in the past everyone. well yeah you know you know he was just um, going in for release <laughs> So, his words not mine yeah it's true it's true um and so i kind of want to know more about her like how'd she come into this she's known as like a, a master thief um she can get in anywhere anytime i don't know i feel like she's maybe she's book like five she material story isn't yeah. she also like is she with Who's the party guy? Dionysus. Dionysus. I don't know. I picture them as sort of like um like a dynamic duo. That's what I thought at first, but then at one point it made it seem like they were a couple, like they were partners. I feel like it, at one point I'm sure they absolutely probably were. Interesting. You know, like that friend couple that's like, we've hooked up, but we're just better friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of I how can I see pictured that. it. Okay. Because I was trying to figure out who would her love interest be. Because isn't in the Greek mythology, isn't Hermes technically a dude? Hermes mm-hmm. is technically a dude. Does he um, have any love stories? None that I can Greek recall. Maybe I was out of that wedding each other. <laughs> during this portion of my freshman intro to Greek mythology one um uh, all right so that i guess will conclude our coverage on electric idols um we will be reading wicked beauty is that what the next one is when it drops but hilda what do we have up next um cover? so i believe the next books we're going to be talking about are oh yes no we're we need to talk about the demon queen trials i.e the city of thorns which is the first book and then i forget what the name of the second book is if you give me a minute, I can bring up the author. Yeah, so Bridget and I are actively reading Demon Queen Trials, so it'll she be says fresh actively. thoughts. I've downloaded the book. That is it's all I've got. CN, CN that's all you've done? Yes, that's what I was asking you yesterday, how far you were ahead of me. Oh, guys, we record that book in a mere three, four days. It's fine. It's like 300 pages. Um, the second book is named Lord of Embers. Mm-hmm. They have very pretty color covers, so yes, and, and that is because three, the next book drops shortly, right? No, yeah, it drops June seventeenth. So a lot of book drops happening here. We got New Plated Prisoner, we've got this book, and Neon Gods. Yeah, this is why our schedule got messed up. Lucky yep. you, <laughs> I say you, the listeners. A lot of content coming your way. Lots of reading. It's like my personal hell week from like college, but you know, it's a month long and we have a lot of reading to get done because I'm out come July. Yes, our sweet Bridget will be having her baby in July. So we'll have a couple guests to do some book coverage. But don't worry, Bridget will be back to so. pop in here and there. <laughs> Here and there to give her thoughts on our books, but we got to give her some time with her new baby and her new family. It's a good chance I'll still be reading. I just won't be able to come for a recording. I feel like you could always send us your thoughts, you know, at like two, three in the morning when you're feeding. I know you're awake at two, three in the morning. Exactly. Hilda. I'll be awake. Yeah. Who are we kidding? My nine month old is not sleeping through the night still. <laughs> so we're all awake. Shoot. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll be 2 a.m. doing recording sessions. Maybe. So, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to get my freshest, 
my fresh takes. She's but, like, it might be a little blurry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll knock something out. Hopefully the frogs will shut up at three in the morning. So maybe quieter. Who knows? All right. So now you guys know what we have on deck. We are covering the City of Thorns next, which is the Demon Queen Trials. And we've got a couple third and fourth books dropping in a couple series. So we'll be obviously covering them as well. If you plan on reading along with us, you have our reading schedule there. We've got Demon Queen Trials and Neon Gods and Fourth Plated Prisoner on deck. Right. So we'll, we're going to be pretty quick. Um, we've got, like Bridget said, a big month of reading ahead of us so that we can come up with fresh podcasts with our takes and thoughts right after the book releases. So we'd love to discuss them with you. You can find us on Instagram at booktalkmademe underscore pod. We are also on TikTok by the same name. And we love hearing from you guys and what books you're talking about. We also have our reverse harem, you know, a little card there for you. So if you're reading along, you're like, you know who's really doing it for me? It's Hades. Add him to reverse harem. Find some fan daughter on Instagram. Always tag the creators because they're super talented. But then share your reverse harem card with us. We'd love to see it. We've gotten a few in and I think it's really cool to see. And that is it from us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Next, of course, will be City. I was called Game of Thrones. City of Thorns. <laughs> Game of Thrones City would of- be like a whole like six months of reading to get through those oh thick boy. chunks of books. And we still wouldn't be done. No. Not bitter or anything. Oh, we still wouldn't be done. That is correct. And we we hate not finished series. But we hope you guys enjoyed reading along with us as much as we did. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.